Hi, friends. Welcome back to With Great People, the podcast for high-performance teams. I'm Richard Kasparowski. This episode is all about learning and teaching. During the last 12 months, I've had a blast. I've been intensively studying Spanish, and it's been super, super fun. As I reflected on the year, I realized how important it is for me to be a student, not just a teacher. And I'd noticed all the things I've been doing with my Spanish teachers that I also do in the classes I teach, and I share my thoughts in this episode. To support this podcast, visit my website, kasparowski.com. I lived with the monkeys for three months. Cuando era un bebé, viví con las monas durante tres meses. When I was a baby, I lived with the monkeys for three months. I said this to my Spanish teacher, and she tilted her head sideways, like, you ever seen a puppy trying to understand the world through new eyes when you do something confusing? My words were correct. My pronunciation and accent were fine. The sentence was grammatically correct, but it just didn't quite make sense. It's a true story. I was adopted when I was a baby. I had just met my birth mother the week before as a 49-year-old grown-up. And my mom and I connected, and she was telling me things about my past. I was trying to tell my Spanish teacher the story that when I was a baby, my birth mother gave me up for adoption. I lived in an orphanage run by the Catholic nuns for the first three months of my life. I was so close. In Spanish, nuns are monjas. Monkeys are monas. I was off by just one letter. That tiny difference was enough to change my story from very serious to seriously comical. And we both laughed until our bellies hurt. It left an indelible mark in my brain, and I will never make that mistake again. I learned something that day, and the next day, and the next day, we had somehow set up a great learning environment. I could make mistakes, and it was okay. And it was working. My Spanish improved dramatically last year. I had become a first-class learner again with Spanish as the complex skill I was building. Being the learner is a different role for me. I'm usually the teacher, the expert, keynote speaker up on stage, sharing my supposedly infinite knowledge with my students in the audience. I rediscovered the joy of being a novice. The experience has been humbling. I'm so smart in English, and I feel so stupid in Spanish. And it's been great. It reinforces everything I've learned about learning. And it reminds me to take good care of the learners in my classrooms. A lifetime of learning about learning. I'm a teacher. Or, as I like to say, I'm a learning facilitator. I love to help people learn. Learning is fascinating. The way the brain reforms itself in response to the stimuli of new information. The way new connections are continually forged between what we're learning and what we already know. People used to believe that adult brains were set like hardened concrete, that we couldn't learn as much or as quickly after a certain age. Now we understand that neuroplasticity allows for a lifetime of learning. I went to college way back in olden times. I had to walk to the lecture hall at the university and sit down in a physical chair I had to listen to lectures in real time. I had to actually go to the library building where I read research papers printed on actual paper. I printed my essays with ye old dot matrix printer and handed them to my professors who handwrote notes, suggestions, and my grade in ink. 
I was a computer geek with my own computer way back in the olden days, so at least I didn't have to handwrite my essays with pen and ink. Today, you're listening to this podcast on your phone or tablet or laptop, the same tools that we use to find instant answers to any of life's most burning questions, from the latest thoughts on software development to, uh, what does that emoji mean? It's pretty mind-blowing. If you need to fix something or make something, you can easily find a how-to video for it on YouTube. If you want to learn from the latest and best research on the planet, dozens of top universities around the world provide access to their courses and MOOCs for free. In fact, I'm even teaching computer science to the little kids at the Charles River Coder Dojo, and I'm borrowing the syllabus from Harvard's CS50 Intro to Computer Science Open Courseware. It's both easy and fun to learn and grow on any topic that interests you, whether it's for your profession or just for fun. I'm teaching courses online, and I'm learning online and offline. I've become a hardcore Spanish student. And as a hardcore Spanish student, I've learned way more than I expected. In addition to improving my Spanish, I've learned even more about learning. For example... My best learning happens when I'm at my best. And for me, that means I'm well-rested, I'm recently fed, I feel relaxed and I'm comfortable. That helps me help other people learn better in the courses and workshops that I teach. And I'll share some of these discoveries right now to help you on your journey as a lifetime learner and learning facilitator. Intentionally learning together. I'm starting with an obvious one, but it bears repeating. I'm not a trainer or lecturer just broadcasting my expertise to the room or pouring my knowledge into the empty vessel of some student's mind. Instead, I'm a learning facilitator. I facilitate people's learning. To learn most effectively, learners need to engage with the new topic to reactivate the concepts that they already know, to learn about the concepts, and then practice and apply the new concepts in their everyday lives. As Paulo Freire proposed in Pedagogy of the Oppressed, the learner and the teacher co-create the learning together. It's not some all-powerful teacher telling the student what to learn. Instead, we mutually generate new knowledge together. There's some things in life that we just learn without thinking about them, like your first language or riding a bike. But when you get intentional about learning... When you separate learning from thinking about learning, you can accelerate the acquisition of the skill you seek. Here's a metaphor for this. If you buy a textbook or an app or a course, it does nothing to transfer the knowledge into your brain. Even if you take that textbook and rub it against your head, nothing happens. Try it. I, I did. It didn't really help me much with Spanish. You actually have to study and practice to learn. Reactivating latent knowledge. I had a strong foundation in Spanish. I'd studied it in middle school, high school, and college. My first wife was a native Spanish speaker. Her parents were from Puerto Rico. A surprising amount of that knowledge that I thought I'd lost turned out to be just around the corner of my mind, waiting to be re-triggered. That meant it was way easier for me to learn Spanish than another new language, like French, for example. I'd actually tried French and German. They were way harder than I'd imagined, so I stuck with Spanish. This reminds me to do the same with the learners in my courses. They already know something about whatever topic we're about to study. They already have some expertise that we can build upon. Let's figure out what we already know and build from there. 
scaffolding helps you build a cathedral. So scaffolding is the term we use to talk about structured stages of learning. The metaphor comes from building construction. To safely build a tall building, we build scaffolding around it. The scaffolding helps us bring up tools and materials and workers to the next level. And when we're done with that level, we move on and upward to the one above it. Scaffolding and learning is like that. We build a foundation, then add on more material, then more and more. As a Spanish learner, I've scaffolded from learn at home by yourself apps to Molly's carefully structured MOOC on edX. I took her course twice to build enough confidence to start with live teachers through Verbling. My vocabulary skyrocketed last year, and now I'm working on the next level, advanced verb conjugations and spontaneous conversations with Spanish speakers I encounter in real life. Just one little step at a time. I do the same kind of scaffolding in all my courses. In my high-performance teams classes, we start the scaffolding with the science and research, why it works. And then we add on the practical skills, one skill at a time. In my technical agility classes, we start with foundations like pair programming, and then we add on one new skill at a time, like test-driven development, mob programming, refactoring, etc. We build skills one level at a time. As we master each new skill, it's safe to rise to the next. Safety first. There are no mistakes, only learning opportunities. When you feel psychologically safe, you learn from your mistakes in unforgettable ways. Unforgettable, I guess that means you learned it. Like the time I told my teacher I lived with the monkeys, or that when I was a teenager, my dad killed instead of died. Oops. Or anytime I babble, freestyling words that might or might not be Spanish, and I see a friendly grin on my teacher's face. I remember these moments, and I learn from them. I laugh with my teacher. It feels good. And I remember these experiences as good times. Making tiny, safe mistakes and learning tiny lessons is fun. Right now, I'm so comfortable with my tutors that I'll just give it a try and say anything, even if I have a very low degree of certainty that it's correct. I know I'll learn by trying as soon as the person I'm talking to stops laughing long enough to explain my own joke to me. I know I sound silly when I'm in Spanish mode, with my verb tenses just a little bit messed up, like I were eating, but it's totally okay. It reminds me to create these safe learning spaces for the learners in my courses, to laugh together, to create big learnings from small mistakes. We put our hands in the air like we just don't care at the end of a time box when we're learning mob programming. We rotate seats. Oh, did somebody fall off the last seat? Don't sweat it. We just wrap around to the other side. It's a little programmer joke, this wrap around thing. Every time I do a workshop or lecture, I learn something new from my learners. It might be a new way to look at the material or a new way to teach it. Like my TDD poster with the red-green refactor stuff on it. Darn, it turns out that doesn't work for colorblind students. No worries, we'll just do it another way. I learn from them, they learn from me, and we learn together. We all increase our mastery of the skills we're practicing and learning. When you're open to fresh ways of teaching and learning, embracing all that that brings, then you notice the learning opportunities that exist everywhere. 
What do you want to learn today? Hi, friends. Thanks for listening. And remember, to support this podcast, sign up for my newsletter at kasparowski.com.